Hello you utterly amazing person. Welcome to Nourish Your Wellbeing with Becky of BB Holistic Therapy. Now in today's episode I wanted to talk to you about perimenopause. It's something that has come up in conversation an awful lot with my clients recently. It's something I have been suffering with myself. So I want to share with you my top tips, give you a bit of helping hand and rest assured that whatever you are currently feeling in regards to perimenopausal symptoms, that you are not alone. I want to share with you my nuggets and my advice. I'm not a perimenopause or menopausal expert and you should always seek support from your GP. But hopefully this episode will give you a bit of an insight and an understanding a bit more about perimenopause. Now, quite staggeringly, there are around 75% of women out there in the UK who are suffering with perimenopausal symptoms or symptoms related to the perimenopause. And not all of them are aware that that's what it is. Now, sadly, it's only, you know, I feel like the last 12, 18 months that people have really started to talk about perimenopause. And I think as women, we we go through an awful lot, really. And if you think about when we go back to school and things like that, that we're taught about our periods, we're taught about sex education, we're taught about STDs, but never in my lifetime have we been taught about the menopause. And it's quite fascinating because it is something that is so significant and has a massive impact on our daily lives as women. And we need to be informed. We need to be our own mini experts in this aspects of our lifetime because it can have an impact for a long time. So averagely, women can start becoming perimenopausal from their mid to late 30s. And the perimenopausal period can last up to 12 years. So that's a long time to suffer with symptoms that are impacting your daily life and your quality of life without understanding what it truly is and not knowing what to do about it. So I hope this episode will give you a bit of a guidance. And I want to share with you my story around the perimenopause to inspire you and to know that you're not alone and understand some of the options that are out there for you. So what's fascinating when it comes to the perimenopause is that most of us dread it. In research that's been done, there seems to be a, a large percentage that find it quite daunting and overwhelming and almost bury your head in the sand, don't want to know about it. But I've I've kind of like been the polar opposite, really. And I expect if you, you know me, you know me well, you'll know that I'm someone who likes to understand what's happening to our bodies, that I like to explore options and see that I'm making the right decisions for me, for my health, for my well-being and ultimately my happiness. So to give you a bit of context in regards to perimenopause, so for me, I'm someone who has suffered all my life with periods. So I started periods when I was 12 years old and 
I used to have horrific periods when I was a teenager. You know, my periods would last sometimes for two to three weeks a month. I had probably one or two days off and then I'd start bleeding again. And they'd be so heavy, they'd soak through clothing. It was just a very challenging time of my life when you're going through such a significant change as a teenager and trying to figure out who you are and what to do with all these hormones. And it came to a point where they put me on the contraceptive pill quite early to to help control my periods which did you know resolve it for a good few years but then they started to get worse again and they tried lots of different things um and I went back and forth they tried to put me on all sorts of painkillers because PMT would just be horrendous I'd have to have days sick because my periods were so bad and that's you know quite significant isn't it having to take time off from work because of your period but actually it's so much more than that and it's it's huge for a number of women out there and those of you who've really suffered for with it I I hear you I see you and I I really do understand so I continued to battle but it wasn't until I was 30 that after pushing to go privately to get sorted with a gynecologist that I was diagnosed with endometriosis and then my life really changed and everything kind of made sense and I'd never heard of it before then so isn't that interesting um, as well at the same time and then I had surgery and the consultant sort of said you know right what you need to do is crack on get pregnant and that will really help your periods. So now those of you listening to this, some of you may suffer from endometriosis yourself, but if you're not aware, there's different severities of it. And actually there are real challenges around fertility with endometriosis. So my husband and I didn't know how easy it would be for us to conceive or whether we'd be successful at all. And so with the help of acupuncture, obviously we're lucky, we able to have two children and 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 that was great and my periods did improve for a while but then after having my son who's now nearly six my periods just started getting horrendous again that I'd soak through clothing and guaranteed if we had an event or anything that we'd go to my periods would just be awful and then you can't really fully enjoy life and that's that's not fair is it so my GP was amazing and got seen by the gynae team and they were like right let's do an endometrial ablation so that's where they blast off basically the lining of the womb that's causing all the issues and then we're put in a marina coil and hopefully life will be much better so I had that done what three and a half years ago now and since then I haven't had a period since. Now, for someone who's suffered with periods all their life, that is liberating and life-changing in itself. But on the flip side, I haven't necessarily known where I am with my cycle. I, I haven't got a clue. So if I had to explain to you, or when do you think you'd usually get your period? I couldn't genuinely tell you because I very occasionally spot, but there's no pattern, there's no rhythm to it. So I I can't predict it. And over the last couple of years, obviously, as a whole uh, globe, we've been through an awful lot with the pandemic and like that impacted my hormones and how I was coping. And I thought I was starting to get some perimenopausal symptoms, but I was a bit like, I don't really know that much about it. Maybe it's just because we're in a global pandemic. Maybe it's because I'm really quite tired. Maybe it's because... I am really struggling with home learning and 
trying to juggle a job and thinking if I'll ever be able to open my business again and all the all those things that are coupled with it so I kind of just left it and rided time and then if you know me well then the last 18 months have been a bit turbulent health wise and so I've kind of just put stuff on the back burner really and this year my symptoms have started to get a lot worse and so what I decided to do is over the last few months I've been monitoring my symptoms so I've been jotting stuff down and how I've been feeling and I've been reading up about it so there's a fantastic doctor Dr Louise Newton who is aka otherwise known as the menopause doctor google her she is phenomenal and read her books because I got some of hers out the library and I started reading them and I was like oh oh that's me I'm like that and I turned the page and read the next one to, oh, yeah, no, that's me. That's me. And I kept going through it and I thought, oh, thank goodness. I'm not alone. There is a reason why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And that was really just so reassuring and really helpful to know that actually I'm not going mad. These symptoms are justified. There's a reason I'm having them. And actually, it's probably time I do something about it. So. Armed with this new found knowledge, I went off to my GP and my GP was absolutely fantastic. And, you know, just so if it helps, I mean, there are a wealth of perimenopausal symptoms, like the list is epic. But for me, what I experienced was hot flushes. So literally, it was like someone um, would flick a switch and my face would go bright red and as my husband would describe, you could fry an egg on it. It was so hot um, and it was horrible. Just came out of nowhere. Couldn't work out a pattern of what triggered it. And uh, it's just, you know, not pleasant to experience at all. I'd suffer with night sweats as well. And they were just horrible. I'd wake up absolutely drenched. Those of you listening to it who've suffered with this, you will truly understand it is not a pleasant symptom at all. I've also had palpitations. Now, obviously, granted, I've had heart issues over the last 18 months, so I wasn't sure if it was coupled with that. So it, it's difficult to decipher between the two, but it's something that I've felt has been more prominent. Other symptoms are where my mood has really dipped. I've had periods where I've just felt really quite low, but not necessarily had a reason to feel low, like everything was okay. So I couldn't understand why I was feeling that way. But then also it would flip and I could get quite angry, particularly with the children. And I don't know why I'm not an angry person. I'm quite a chilled, laid back individual. I'm not particularly stressed. So for me to be flipping with these moods, I was a bit like, oh, this isn't quite right either. I've also been really struggling with brain fog and just feeling, I think, really stupid is probably a way to, to say it. That I think, well, I've got all this knowledge, but I can't articulate what I want to say. The words have totally gone. And I'd also perhaps be trying to plan and, and do some business admin and stuff. And I, I just be like my brain was just like beep you know like I'm, I'm here but I, c I can't function and I can't find the 
links to get to where I want to go. And that is incredibly frustrating. But also you think, oh, am I losing my mind? Am I, what is happening? And like coupled with that, I've suffered with a bit of overwhelm as well. And you know me, I I strive to carve out time for myself to prioritize my well-being. And I do things every day, daily habits to make sure I look after myself. But despite that, I was still feeling the overwhelm. So I was just like, well, why is that? Because I've got all these practices in place and they're making me feel great, but still I'm feeling quite overwhelmed. Now, the other symptom, and it's one that commonly a lot of women um, suffer with, but perhaps we don't talk about it enough, is I literally have had a non-existent libido. I think it's really important to voice because I know so many women suffer with this. And actually, the more I talked about it with my husband, the more he understood that it wasn't that I didn't love him and I didn't want to. It was the fact that my hormones are all over the place and they're changing the way I'm feeling. And that's quite hard to get your head around at the same time. And then coupled with that, I had vaginal dryness. I mean, it's just, it really is the gift that keeps on giving. And it's just not pleasant. And then I'd also struggle with the urgency to wee. And this just was a new thing that came out of nowhere that I've got quite a a strong, healthy bladder despite childbirth and (laughs) traumatic childbirth speculating me. But I'd suddenly out of nowhere just really needed to go to the toilet. And if I didn't go to the toilet, then I would wet myself. And a couple of times I did. And I thought, oh my goodness, am I like an 80 year old woman here? Like, how can this happen to me? I'm 41. This is not right. But also I'd need to get up in the in the night to have a wee as well, despite making sure I didn't drink too much before I went to bed and things like that. Then I'd have disturbed sleep. I mean, it just goes on. But then, oh, the the other thing, and this is just joyous, isn't it? I just suddenly started to get loads of thick, dark hairs sprouting out of my chin out of nowhere. I mean, we're just so fortunate, aren't we, as women? And then the other real symptom for me was bloating. And I would historically, with my periods, generally bloat anyway, particularly in terms of PMT. But this was is on another scale. I I would just blow out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, I would look like I'm six months pregnant. So, I'm, and it's, I'm not exaggerating that it is ridiculous. And I was like, this just isn't right. So, I kept note of how I was feeling, and I was making sure I was drinking enough. I was making sure I'm doing my exercise, make sure I'm doing all my self care and everything else, and taking magnesium supplements. So, if that is something that you don't do then I would strongly recommend that you do research it, see what's right for you. But as women, particularly mid-30s onwards, we should be taking a daily supplement of magnesium because one, it's brilliant to protect our heart health. It's fantastic helping regulate our hormones and also it helps you sleep. So it's a win-win and you always take it in the evening as well. And obviously my fitness has improved, I've lost weight. And so I, okay, I'm doing all the right things, but I'm still not quite right. So off I go to my GP and my GP was fantastic. And we talked through the different options. And for me personally, I'd hit a point where I thought, you know what, I just want to give HRT a try. I want to see if it makes a difference. And my GP was like, well, okay, you're under 45 and 
like anything with any condition in the health service, they have a treatment pathway. So they have criteria that they need to check through to then decide how they are going to manage your care. And particularly for perimenopausal, menopausal women, there is what's called a NICE guideline. So it's the National Institute of Clinical Excellence. And that's the benchmark, the gold standard of care that all of us as women going through these symptoms should be ensuring we get the access to the treatment and support that we need. And so within that guideline, they recommend that any woman who is under the age of 45 should have a hormone blood test to see what's going on. But equally, my GP recognised and the evidence recognised that our hormone levels fluctuate on an hourly basis, a daily basis, depending on how we're feeling, what we've been eating and drinking. It changes all the time and therefore it isn't necessarily always reliable. So my GP thought, well, yeah, you've got these symptoms. I agree. I think you probably are perimenopausal and we need to look at that treatment pathway but let's also do baseline bloods let's screen you for everything and make sure there's nothing else underlying going on that we're not missing so she did that we talked about my breast health because obviously there's concerns with HRT with having more estrogen in your system that it can affect and there's potential issues for breast cancer but that is not as prominent as it was years ago, but also that was coupled with a bit of misinformation if you read more widely about it. And I appreciate with HRT, it's a really personal thing. But what I want to reassure you is that my GP did a very thorough check on me to make sure that going down this route was the right decision and that there was no other issues that we needed to worry about at the time. Now, The thing with starting HRT or with having estrogen is you need to make sure that is balanced out with progesterone. Now, because I have a marina coil, it's a slow release progesterone. So I didn't need another tablet or supplement to counteract that. But if you're someone who's looking to explore this, then be aware that you'll need to have that as well. And HRT comes in different forms. So you can have patches. And if you opt for patches, I think you have to change them twice a week. There's tablet form. And then also you can have a gel. And for me personally, I opted for the gel because one, I I didn't really want patches. I didn't want to have to take a tablet. And I just felt it was easy to fit into my life. So after the kids gone to bed in the evening, I literally just put a pump on each side of my inner thigh and it absorbs in super quick and it's as easy as that. And I have to say, so at the time of this recording, I have been on HRT for four weeks now and I have seen a significant difference in one, how I've been feeling and in two, in terms of my symptoms. So firstly, I feel like someone's given me a g and I've got that nice, oh, that nice sort of relaxed feeling when you've just had that drink. It's just sort of chilled you out and you're enjoying the atmosphere. That is genuinely what I have felt like. And that's quite lovely. But on top of that, since I've been taking it, I haven't had any night sweats. And considering recently, the time of this recording, it's been hot at night. It's incredible. And that is life changing. The urgency to we has improved. My libido has gone through the roof kind of to feel sexy again and to feel like, oh, yeah, you know, I've got those urges. And yeah, quite right. I'm a young woman. And I should be able to enjoy a vibrant sex life like anyone else. So 
that is that's wonderful um, but also like the mental clarity is just phenomenal so I can concentrate so much more I can get so much more done I'm more efficient and that is oh, it's just so liberating and you think oh all this time I haven't been going mad after all it's because I've been perimenopausal and now I've got this e- extra estrogen I'm feeling wonderful so it's it's been good I mean I will say last week I did have a dip and I think that must have been what would have been my cycle because I've spoken to other friends who are on HRT and they've said they've experienced similar things so it's just knowing <clears throat> what to do and how to manage that so so far so good and I would recommend that if you are someone out there who has been suffering who can relate to what I'm saying then one do your research so look up Dr. Louise Newton, aka the Menopause Doctor. Also look up Davina McCall and watch her programs that she's done around the menopause. She's been a real champion actually for talking about it. And also look at the NHS website. Make sure you go to that evidence base. Don't rely on Fiona on Facebook, who's an armchair expert who's saying XYZ. Go to those evidence-based sites, those trusted resources for your information, okay? And that comes from a place of love because I think quite easily we can get misinformed. And as I said, I'm not an expert in this. Um, yes, you know, I have a healthcare background. I, I have an understanding of living and experiencing these symptoms. And I'm just sharing you my story and my top tips and my advice. So be empowered to go and look up the advice around it. Secondly, keep a diary of how you are feeling, what your symptoms are like. And once you are armed with that information, then go and see your GP and talk to them about how you are feeling and see if HRT is something for you. I completely appreciate it's not for everyone. And there'll be many of you listening to this who actually perhaps don't want to go down the artificial hormone route, perhaps want to have a more naturopathic approach to managing your perimenopausal and I, symptoms. And I completely understand and respect that. And I'm someone who has looked at things through my diet and ensuring I'm eating a whole vibrant rainbow of good nutrition to stabilize and manage my hormones with the food that I am eating with that core nutrition, which we all should be doing. I'm also making sure I'm exercising. <clears throat> And also, you know, things that really help with managing your symptoms are reflexology. So that's absolutely fantastic for managing it because reflexology is incredibly powerful. It puts your body back into a state of homeostasis. So it really balances the body and is such a powerful treatment. So I'd highly recommend it. And if you're one of my local clients, then get in touch. Let's book you in. Let's get you sorted. There's also acupuncture is fantastic for managing menopausal and perimenopausal symptoms. So explore those options as well. But one thing I just really want to reiterate to you is know that you are not alone. I've only touched on some of the symptoms that are out there and briefly about my experience. But hopefully by listening to this, you will feel that you are not alone that hopefully you'll feel reassured and hopefully you'll feel empowered to take action, to have that knowledge. And I think that's something for me that's really powerful in moving forward is making sure that when the time's right, that I make sure my daughter is fully informed and understands about the perimenopause and the menopause. 
it should be part of their education they should know about this we should have known when we were younger and I think it's a great shame that so many of us actually don't know about the perimenopause and the menopause or what it means or the impact that it genuinely has on our daily lives I mean for some of us it doesn't impact us that much but for others it is incredibly extreme and some women haven't been able to cope they've taken their own lives and that's not okay so we need to wrap our arms around each other we need to empower all us women together to know that we have got this and we're going to get through it but know that there is support out there so talk to your friends talk to your sisterhood your tribe talk to your mum about it talk to friends family be inspired by their story know that you are not alone and there is support out there for you and if you want to get in touch and if you want to connect and talk and share your symptoms then do I'd be more than happy to chat with you but please above all else make sure you carve out that time for yourself you prioritize your well-being and you remember how utterly amazing you are thank you as always for taking the time to listen to my podcast it's a joy to have you here I'm often told that listening to my podcast is a bit like having a hug from me to you So wrap yourself up in this positivity and this inspiring episode. If you have loved it, please like it, comment on it, share it and subscribe. Help me connect to more people to inspire and help transform their lives and their well-being. If you would love to get in touch and connect with me, then head over to my website, bbholistictherapy.com or head to my socials on Facebook and Instagram at BB Holistic Therapy and see what I'm up to on there.